everybody, welcome back to Aspie Girl Gab. It's just me for this episode. Um, if I sound a bit funny, that's because, well, I had my braces removed and now I'm wearing retainers 24-7 until I only wear them at night. So I'm going to be starting just just a little bit a little bit funny to you guys. Um, got a little bit of a lisp going on, but this is only temporary for like a couple of months or so. Um... But anyways, um, well, my mother couldn't make it because she's been a bit tired lately and of course just a little bit stressed or I don't know how to describe the level of stress, but I decided to ask her if I could do an episode myself to help kind of keep the podcast going and she gave me the green light, so it's just me for this episode. Um, now I am going to be starting off, like we do every episode, ask what's been going on with me, Fox. Um, so basically my work's been doing pretty well. Um, I'm getting bigger workloads, which is good because (laughs) I haven't had any bigger workloads since, um, the holidays last year. Um, and I've been basically working for what basically is like seven months now at least that's what it feels like or at least that, that's what my co-worker said about seven months and I didn't realize it was that long okay so uh but anyways my Instagram is also um I'm starting to post a little more frequently um, especially giving updates about how my journey with the retainers are going. Um, but anyways, it's time we start discussing our main topic, dating on the spectrum. Um, now if I can remember what we already covered, or maybe I can just do a little quick rewind of the, uh, stuff we talked about in the last episode. So, as some of you, or most of you, probably already know from some of the previous episodes, um, I am lesbian, and I am part of the LGBT community. Um, and of course, um, basically, well, if I can see what to talk about, because we pretty much covered a lot of stuff feels like in the previous episode. Um, so maybe, maybe we can talk about how, maybe how to start looking for a partner. Well, basically, you know, like maybe you could, hmm. Yeah, I think, I think we should start about how to find a partner. My, my apologies, this is my first time doing an episode by myself, so it's gonna be a bit weird. Um, so basically, I'm thinking about starting, um, to find someone once I'm back with my mother and sister, physically. Um, I'm, let's just say I'm in a different state from them right now, and once, you know... I'm with them again, and I can find, like, a new job in that new area they're in. 
and I'm making like good money, then I'm thinking about starting today, but I don't know where to start. Um, finding somebody. Now, I could do like online stuff, but basically, you gotta be careful when you do stuff online, or at least date online, because you don't know who you're talking to, you don't know who's behind like their phone or computer screen. And it could be about anybody, and you could end up getting catfished. Um, and basically, catfish, the, the definition of catfish is basically pretending to be someone you're not, just so you can woo somebody into a relationship, and then when you meet in real life, you're not who you are in your profile, or basically online photos. So basically... I'm thinking about not finding anybody online. I'm thinking about finding my future girlfriend, like, in physical reality. And I'm thinking maybe there could be some LGBT hangout somewhere. Maybe, like, once, like, there could be, like, a hangout somewhere. Or... Who knows? Mostly, I prefer to let people come to me. Because sometimes I'm always afraid to make the first move. Um, not only that, but I'm thinking... Now, this is something I came up with a while back. I'm thinking about coming up with something called an understand me list. What that is, is that you basically write down the stuff you want the person you meet... To know about you. Like maybe you're. Maybe you don't like. Being touched. Um. Well some people in the spectrum. Don't mind being touched. Um like you know. Like holding hands and such. Um. But. Um. Let's see. Maybe. Like maybe you don't. Like loud noises, maybe you're just, you know, just stuff you like to put on your understand me list, um, that you would like your future partner to know. Um, also, um, let's also discuss some red flags that you should know, because basically, when you're dating, even on the spectrum, um, I think it's important for those with autism to know red flags when dating as well. And basically, you gotta really pay attention to these red flags. And basically, if you spot these red flags, you need to break up with your not-so-good partner immediately. Um, and if they try to, you know, like, oh, oh I'm just gonna do this now. Don't pay any attention to that. They're just trying to trick you and manipulate you to staying with them. Okay, so some red flags would be physical or verbal abuse. Um, and of course, obvious manipulation. Like, well, basically, your partner just keeping you isolated and not allowing you to see any friends or family, 
even if you're a girl and your friends are all girls and your partner just says, no, you can't see them. You're only staying with me in the house. Just when these types of red flags pop up, don't hesitate to ask for help or break up with your partner. It's really not that hard. But yes, um, basically I'm thinking I'm going to let my future partner make the first move because sometimes I get a little shy. Um, not only that, but if there's something you would like to let your future partner know about you, um, then don't be afraid to let yourself out. Because, well, love is love. I mean, whether you're neurotypical or, you know, you're on the spectrum, you gotta be open with each other. And in relationships, being open about, like, you know, whether you, like, if you have autism and such, you, you gotta be open with your partners. And if they don't accept you, then, well, they're just not the one for you. Um, but there are also signs that a partner may not be accepting or they might not be very loyal. And that's another thing we should talk about, you know? Um, basically, even those on the spectrum need to know about cheaters. And I don't need to go into too much detail about what that is. You might know it already, but I'll just explain what a cheater is. Um, a cheater is basically somebody who secretly dates somebody else behind your back. Um, now, a lot of signs of cheating could be like, you know, your partner always avoiding you and making up a lot of excuses to just like, oh, I'm going to go to the drink place. Oh, I'm going to go to the burger place. Oh, I'm going to go to the chocolate place. Basically making up excuses to always constantly leave the household, um, or is basically avoiding you at all times and doesn't really feel happy around you anymore. That's, those are red flags that that person is a cheater and you should dump them immediately. Also, gold diggers. Um, here are also some red flags about gold diggers. Um, okay, so basically a gold digger is obviously somebody who uses you because you got a lot of dough. And I don't, I don't mean like bread dough or the deer kind of dough. I mean the money, like the moolah kind of dough. Um, now a lot of red flags about um, a gold digger is they keep asking you for money. They keep asking you to buy them stuff. And of course, when you run out of money, um, they immediately leave you. So these are just some of the red flags. Um, and basically, if you notice that they keep using you or keep spending a lot of your money, you must break them off immediately and cut them off from your money or your, your moolah, your, you know what I mean. So anyways, like catfishers, cheaters, gold diggers, you gotta be cautious and pay attention. Um, 
But also, it's important to have trust in a relationship. Um, because trust means that, well, you really love your partner and you trust them. Um, but yeah, sometimes, I mean, it might be hard for me because, well, for my future partner, I would obviously like them to come to me and make the first move instead of me because I'm a little too shy to make the first move. Um... But let's just say, um, well, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, this sometimes happens, everybody. Sorry. Um, but yeah, when you start like, like a friendship relationship, um, that's good. You still got to pay attention to the signs though. Um, but when you officially become, like, an item or a couple, that's when you really need to pay attention. Like, when you notice some signs, you might want to write them down on a piece of paper. Um, and then take a look at the signs. And then if you spot they have a lot of the signs, or at least are showing it in a very obvious way, um, then you shouldn't be in that kind of relationship. Also, if you are in, like, an abusive relationship, don't stay there. I notice a lot of, um, people, like, they basically just stay in that relationship because they're like, oh, but, but I love them. If they really loved you, they wouldn't be doing this to you. And believe me, I would know. I've seen it a lot of times. Even in some of the short films people made on YouTube. Um, plus, once I was in that, um, I was in one of the groups for um, um, adults on the spectrum. Um, some of these um, volunteers came in and they talked to us about um, dating and, of course, relationships. And, of course, they talked about the... Uh, <laughs> um, I'm sure you probably know what I mean, but I don't want to get into too much detail about that, especially on this podcast. So <laughs> I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about, but basically we got to ask a lot of questions after they started showing us like the red flags and such. Um, and of course, uh, the very important question I asked during their presentation or afterwards, because I think we only asked the questions afterwards. Um, basically, I asked, how do I know my future partner likes me for me? And that's another thing. Inner beauty. Um, like, relationships shouldn't be just about looks. It should also be about well, what lies on the inside? The personality. Like, you see a lot of these people just warming towards people that have, like, you know, stunningly flawless skin, good looks, uh, um, and then, the like, the people with the so-called good looks just start, like, abusing them, and they don't want to leave that person because they're good-looking. Well... That's not the case for me. I just want somebody who's 
a very good... I just want my future girlfriend to be a very amazing and good, pure woman. Like, I don't want somebody who's only focused on looks and then is, like, just nasty on the inside. Like, it doesn't matter the cover of the book. I only care about the contents of the book. And that's another thing we all learn some point in our lives. Never judge a book by its cover. So that's another thing that's very important when you're dating. Especially when you're on the spectrum. You need to know these things. So that way you're more prepared. And it's just very important to know this stuff. Um... Okay, so, I understand that another part from the previous episode, me and my sibling, Rain, were talking about our childhood with our very neglectful father. Yes, I'm also going to be continuing on that for both my sibling and my mother, so I'll be speaking for all three of us. Well, because it's pretty much just me in this episode, so... Yay on that! Um, also, I do remember a lot more than um, my sibling Rain does. Um, but yeah, basically... You know, sometimes it's hard for me to be happy sometimes, because... Well, believe it or not, I'm actually growing into my father's face. And despite me really looking like my father, I gotta keep telling my... I mean, I have my mother's eye color. And personality, at least. I'm still cursed with that horrible man's face. And of course, there's just a lot of things I can speak about him. Basically, I think, well, from all that physical abuse that I got, I think Rain got the more verbal abuse and I got the more physical, like, it just makes me sad now. Like, what happened to my father? And will I ever, ever have him in my life again? It just... Sorry if I keep cutting out on you guys. It's just hard to think about my father like this. But believe it or not, I feel like he has some form of autism undiagnosed because of the way he acted and such. I feel like, you know, he has autism too, but he never got diagnosed properly for it. 
And that would explain how me and my sister got autism, because I think Mother said that, well, in order for girls um, to get gene or in their genetics, both parents have to have at least some form of the autism gene in order for it to be passed down to the girl. And that's another thing. Because I'm a girl, or was born a girl, or because me and my sister or sibling um, were both born girls, my father was very neglectful. And because of him, I almost died at four years old with a kidney infection that he didn't even bother to treat. Like, it's like Mother said, he had insurance for the ho to cover the hospital bills. Like, it would have been paid for right then and there, but no. No, he refused. And instead, chose neglect. Neglect his own daughters. But now that he has my little half Brother, I'm not going to name names, but my little half-brother, now that he has a son, he's just going to forget all about me and my sister. And that makes me sad. Absolutely sad. Like, I, like in the past, my father was never like this. Like, he used to be a great young man when him and my mother first met. Like, even my grandparents approved of him. And, like, sometime later, like, right after, like, the marriage between my mother and my father, everything changed. Like, he started drinking, he started abusing my mother, like, basically us. And now I'm starting to wonder if he ever even loved me. Or my sister. Or basically loved both of us. Like, did he even love us? Did he even want us? And this is basically... It's just hard to think about. Like, when I was little, um, I always asked my mother. Like, I remember, like... You know, like, oh, when are we going to see Daddy? Or, like, why isn't Daddy down here? Like, where is Daddy? Well, I guess it took me, like, somewhat years to finally see the truth. My father is not good at being a father, or at least to me and my sister anyways. I just want my father to know this. I don't know what happened, but I hope one day, father, that you can get your brain fixed. And hopefully, he will apologize for what he's done to us 
over the past several years. Or at least it feels like several years. I mean, but still. Also, I'm not going to let all this sour um, the episode because, well, I know I'm keeping it a bit short, um, but it's getting a bit late and I'd pretty much like to cut it off here, or at least it's getting late where I'm at. Um, but another, oh, and another thing I would like to let you guys know, this coming Saturday, March 5th, is my 20th birthday Plus, now that I got my braces off, I could finally eat the crust of a pizza. Or just pizza in general again. Like, I literally missed eating pizza. Literally, especially the crust. I'm going to get stuffed crust. That's what I'm going to do. Um, but yeah, I'm having an actual birthday party with my grandparents. And well, I'm not sure if my aunt can join because she now has a job. Um... Yes, we got party hats and lots of supplies. We're going to decorate the dining table. We will even have cake and ice cream, which we haven't done in a long time. But the ice cream is going to be sugar-free. Because I <laughs> I think the cake is sugar enough. Plus, it's going to be carrot cake. I haven't had carrot cake in a long time. Um, and of course, um, after the main party, me and my sister, um, Rain are going to go on Roblox, find a game, do a private server, um, and she can invite her friends as well. I told her to invite as many friends as she wants so we can celebrate all together. But anyways, that's it for this episode of Ask Me Girl Gab. Um, it was actually a bit weird for me doing this by myself, so my apologies if I was a bit hesitant in my speech. Um... Yeah, it's been a bit of a fun episode, huh? Well, anyways, I will see you guys in the next episode, and maybe Mother will join this next time. Alright, farewell. Hey, thanks for listening to Aspie Girl Gab. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find Fox at chy. T-H-E-F-O-X, Shy the Fox, at Instagram. We are also up on Facebook, Aspie Girl Gab. We have a page over there. Um, and we will have other links um, on our Facebook page and such that you can follow us. Thanks for listening.